Welcome to Digital CEO. I'm your host, Beck Sadik. I'm a network marketing top earner and total digital marketing nerd. I built my network marketing business to the top using proven social media strategies. And it is my passion to share these strategies with you, today's digital CEO. Tune in each week for social media tips, strategies, and interviews with top leaders. Together, let's up-level the way network marketers do business online. What's up? What's up, everybody? All right, guys, I got a really cool topic today. I'm going to be chatting about if funnels are duplicatable in network marketing. And to do that, I've got the funnel master himself, Trey Bearer here with me. He is a network marketer, been in the industry for quite some time, and he is also a network marketer, thought leader, and trainer, even though he doesn't really want to call himself that. I'm still giving him the title. So welcome to the Digital CEO Show. I'm excited to be here. The Digital CEO Show. I'm pumped. This is something that's good because it's something that I like to teach about, like the digital marketing, the online marketing stuff. And like you said, the funnel. So I'm pumped to be here back. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to be really honest and I want you to be honest back with me. Let's have a real raw conversation. And just so you guys know too, like we didn't really talk about this at all. So I have no idea what Trey is going to say. He has no (laughs) idea what I'm going to say, but I have, you know, for the past few years really held true to the fact that I don't personally believe that funnels are highly duplicatable for the average network marketer. Sure. Okay. Like I'll say for somebody who's really more advanced, has the money to spend. I've always thought that that is a duplicatable strategy. Trey is going to challenge that today. (laughs) So before we jump into that conversation, I'd love to just hear a little bit more about like you, how you got into this industry, what that journey's looked like for you. Yeah. So when I first started, I remember I was a social worker. So I was working 60 hours a week at a job that paid the bills. Like it was like the job that was the stepping stone to what I wanted to become. Um, I was waiting to become a New York state trooper. And, um, and so I was just sitting there doing my thing, working and waiting to get my call. And uh, one day I got home from work and it was just like, I was so exhausted from work. And my wife is on the Porsche. I'm sorry. She was my girlfriend at the time, but you know, she's my wife now she was sitting on the porch. She's like, Oh my God, I got to tell you something. You've got to, you know, join this thing, buy some product and join this thing to help me hit this like next rank that I want to go with. I'm like, hold up. What are you talking about? Like, what is this rank thing? Like you're trying to do something like video games online. Like, what are you trying to do? And she's like, no, I'm a part of this like network marketing thing. I was like, oh God, you know, I had no ambition at all to join network marketing, but I joined to, to help her hit a rank. I bought some product and I told her like, I'm not going to talk to my family and friends. I'm not going to have a decal on the back of my car. Like no offense to people who do that. But like, to me, I was like, that's all a pyramid scheme. I'm not about it. Right. But as I started doing some research, I, got, I hopped on YouTube. I started just looking into this and I found it was like a legit thing. And, you know, part of me was like, maybe I'll give this a go because I mean, who the hell doesn't like an extra stream of income, right? And so I just, but the other part of me was like, no way, I'm not involved in these things. So I decided, you know what, let's give, give us a go. I started talking about what I was doing openly online and I had a few people reaching out to me and she said, you know, and after that first month, I was like, you know, I, I told a couple of people about it. They bought the product. And then after that month, you get like, you know, you hit like a specific rank. Like I think everybody in every company has like a rank or milestone they're trying to hit. Well, I was like, hey, babe, I, I hit some like whatever the rank was called. I was like, is this good? And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, that's awesome. You're supposed to do that every single month. I'm like, oh, well, then let's do that. Then let's hit that thing every month then. And so I just decided to go all in and 
And I think that was the thing for me. Was I, when I got that first paycheck, I was like, whoa, this is, like, this is like a $200 paycheck. I'm like, this is real money. Like I can cash this check. This is cool. And so that was like the, the moment where I was like, all right, let's, let's take this thing seriously. And I just kind of went all in from there. I love that. I, it's funny, right? Because I, I feel like I had a similar experience where my first real check was probably not much more than $130, $140, but I was pumped. Yeah. Like a yeah. lot of people like complain about that. They're like, oh, my check was only like a hundred bucks. And when I got that first $100 check, I was like, this works. Yeah, exactly. Like I sign think, me um, up. I think like that's the biggest, biggest thing that we can get like our reps to do is if we get that first paycheck, like their belief skyrockets, right? Totally. That's what we need. We just need to get that first over that first hurdle. And then from there, it's like, okay, game on, baby. Let's go. You know totally. I mean? Totally. All right. Next thing I need to ask you is, did you say you're a New Yorker? Yeah, I'm from New York. I didn't realize that. I'm a New Yorker also. Where? I'm from New York City. Oh, I'm not. I'm not that type of New Yorker. <laughs> what, what part are you from? So I'm originally from northern New York, you know, like not like Albany, but like north, very north. That's where I'm originally from. Right now we're in like the Albany area. So we're central upstate New York, I guess they call it. Okay, cool. I actually went to college in I think it's like Northern New York, but maybe I'm totally off here. It's uh, like near Utica. What is it called? Hamilton College. Oh, Hamilton. Yeah. My sister went there. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. She went there for a year, Hamilton. Then she, so yeah, I know where Hamilton is. Uh, I know funny. that whole area. Utica drove through that like yesterday, actually. There you go. That's so funny. No yeah. way. Yeah. All right. We got to, we got to chat more about that. Okay. I love it. <laughs> where do you live now? Right now we're in Saratoga. Okay. Oh, very cool. Beautiful there. I think we're going to be probably, we'll see how the rest of this year goes, but if it plays out the way it's been playing out, we're probably going to move to New York and probably head somewhere South, maybe Florida. Florida looks nice right about now. I was going to say, are you moving to Texas like everyone else in the world? Might. That's another possibility, (laughs) you know, with what we do that no state tax, that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's chat funnels for a second. So I say they're not duplicatable. You say they are. I want to be proven wrong today because I love funnels and I think it's a beautiful way to run an online business. And if if there's if there is a duplicatable way to do it, I'm all in, right? Sure. Yeah. So here's why I don't think funnels are duplicatable. Let me start with that and then let's hear what, what you have to say about that. So sure. first of all, technology. A lot of people get really like just overwhelmed with learning new technology, paying for whatever platform they're using, whether that's ClickFunnels or Kajabi or whatever that might be, right? Mm -hmm. Building the actual funnel, like it sounds like maybe it's simple. It's a lot of work and there's a lot of pieces that need to go together with that. And then if you want to run traffic to that funnel and you want to do it, you know, using paid ads, that's a whole other thing you got to learn and an expense that you have to put into it. And, you know, the way I see it with network marketing is people, oftentimes people will balk at paying $500 to get started. And now you're going to be like, all right, now you got to buy this and do this and, you know, all this. So what do you think about that? Yeah. So before we can like really say, is this duplicatable? I want to be like very, very clear. Like not everyone's ready for funnels, just like you said, right? I think when I, there was a specific time in my career inside network marketing where I was like, okay, you know, I've got to, I've got to branch out. I've got to like expand my market. So I'm from Northern New York, right? Like I graduated 27 people in my graduating class, didn't know anybody. I need to figure out like 
how can I get in front of more and more people? And so if you're not at that position yet, where like you haven't even, you haven't even learned like the basics, like how do I talk to people? How do I follow up with people? How do I create a brand? How do I add value to the market? If you are not doing those things, like, like, learning how to generate leads, then a funnel has, you shouldn't even worrying about a funnel. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like there's some things you need to learn in network marketing, sales, how to have conversations, stuff like that before you can even learn funnels. Right. Does that make sense? Uh, I'm with you a thousand percent. Okay, cool. But if you are someone who's like, I'm doing a live video two, three times a week and I'm adding value to my target market, then it's time for you to start using funnels. Right. And so that's what I was doing. I heard my mentor, Ray Higdon, he once said, do a live video every single day and you'll never have a problem with generating traffic and getting people to join your team. So for me, I heard that and I was like, well, that sounds pretty simple. Just go live. This was like when live was just coming out on Facebook, right? And I was like, okay, I'll do a live every single day. I'll figure out what to talk about. But I just started doing it. Started doing it, started doing it, started doing it. Very consistent. And I started having people come to me like crazy. And I was like, holy cow, this actually works, right? And it didn't even take me, he said, do it for a full year. And I did it every single day for a year, but it even taken an entire year until people started coming to me, right? And so I was having this issue with a lot of people coming to me and I had people come to me asking them for them. I was giving tips about network marketing, right? And so I had people from other teams, other companies come to me and like, I needed a way to like sift and sort people out. Like, okay, who actually wants to join my team, who wants to buy product, who just wants help, right? And so that's when I learned about funnels. Mm-hmm. Now, when I started learning about funnels, it, I didn't know that I was using a funnel. I kept hearing people say, collect emails, collect emails, collect emails. I'm like, okay, I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to learn how to do this. And so I started learning like, um, this was before ClickFunnels. I think I was using like MailChimp. I was using like all these different things like you talk. Yeah, yeah, like I was connecting like using them. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a funnel builder, email collector. And I was kind of like duct taping and integrating all these things mm-hmm. together. And it was like technology crazy, right? And so those were a lot of mistakes that I made. I was trying to learn all those things and like trying to put everything together. And I think there's a lot of people out there who are currently stuck at that. Like they want a funnel, they want to exchange like a lead magnet, but they don't know how the, all that techie stuff works, right? And so I can understand like that duplication will stop right there, right? It'll get people stuck. And so I I completely agree with you. Like, I think there's a point in your network marketing career where you need to start learning lead generation and collecting stuff like that. And for me, that's where I was like, I want to learn how to do that. I saw all these top earners doing it. And I was like, I got to figure out how to do that. But unfortunately, it took me a long time to figure it out. Right. And so I didn't answer your question. I don't know what your question was. was like, are they duplicatable, right? No, no, no. This is good. I'm with, okay. like, I'm totally with you here. What okay. I hear you saying is that like, there's, and, and I'm totally in agreement with you, right? Mm-hmm. Is that for a beginner, right. there's so many skills that you need to learn mm-hmm. before you can even think about lead generation, right? And well, no, you need to be doing lead generation out of the gate, but before you can be worried about funnels, right? right. Using a funnel to streamline your lead generation or automate it or whatever. But for somebody that has like got that stuff down and they're doing the live videos and they're creating the content and people are coming to them, it's more of an advanced strategy is what you're saying. Sure, sure. So if we're talking about funnels, like are they duplicatable? I think, this is my opinion, I think funnels are duplicatable, but people are not. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't duplicate me. You can't try to be me back, but... If you're like, hey, I need to create a lead funnel, I could easily see like, okay, what's a, what's a lead funnel? And I can go out there and create it. 
or I could understand this, like the strategy behind it. Sure. All funnels, whether, whether it's like a, um, a video series funnel, whether it is a recruiting funnel or product funnel, whatever type of funnel, like they're all following the same exact strategy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, in my opinion, like, do you know, like, here's a good example, McDonald's, right? The number one business or restaurant, I guess we could say fast food is the number one business in the world. Why is it because their burgers are amazing? No, they're garbage, but they all have a good system. And so they take that system and they say, okay, this system works in this restaurant. Let's duplicate that system on all other places, right? And so now they've got a mass, huge company and business around this system that duplicates. And so all you got to do is you got to be able to take that system that's working and duplicate that. Now, this is what I mean by people aren't duplicatable. I remember my upline told me this one time. So I was building it on YouTube, right? And you could argue that YouTube's not duplicatable. Do you believe that? No, I believe it is. Okay. So I remember my upline saying, and I was building on there. I was like, I was putting out awesome videos on there. I was having fun with it. I was like, this is really cool. I can be myself and be kind of a, a jackass on, on YouTube, right? <laughs> so I was putting all these videos on there and I was getting a bunch of leads. I was even getting customers every single month. In fact, there was one video that I had on there that I was getting five customers every single month from that one video. But my upline told me, hey, YouTube is not duplicatable. And if you want to have success, in network marketing, you got to be coachable and you got to be duplicatable. So I like, I freaked out. I was like, okay, I will go over onto Facebook live. Cause that's more duplicatable. Mm-hmm. And so that YouTube just dried up. I wasn't getting those customers from that, that those videos any longer. And that kind of sucked. And yeah. so I remember hearing that and being like, well, I got to be duplicatable. I can't do that. I can't, you know, I can't be doing all these other big techie things because I got to be, I got to stay duplicatable. I got to stay in this lane. But then I got looking at like all these other top earners. Like I said, they had funnels. Some were even like ripping out ads. I'm like, why are they saying that this doesn't work yet? They're doing that. Like it didn't make sense to me. It's like hypocritical a little bit. Right. And so I do understand like it does take a little bit of learning. It does take a little bit of like, how, how does this whole thing work? And that's like, that was like the rabbit hole that I went down is trying to figure out all these things until I finally figured out, aha, this is what's working. Right. And so um, I mean, I don't want to put a plug in here, but like we did come up with our software because we were so sick and tired of being like, okay, first go get click funnels. That's going to be a hundred dollars a month. Then go get this email autoresponders, which could be, you know, up to like $500 a month, depending on how long your, or how big your email list is. Oh, and then integrate this whole technological stuff together. Like we got so sick and tired of doing that to our downline and to other people that I was coaching with funnels that we decided, why don't we try to come up with our own software where it's all in one and we can teach people how to use this software. And so that's what we finally came out with. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, like if anybody in my downline or in someone else's downline wants a specific funnel, an entire email campaign, whatever it is, we can say, okay, put this into their account. Boom. We've now duplicated that whole thing into their account. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. And by the way, like you're allowed to shamelessly plug here because I I just personally believe that like, if you have something that can help people, like share it, right? Like Mm -hmm. I don't, I've never seen this software. I'm actually super intrigued and I'd love to learn more about it offline, but I'd love if you'd share a little bit more about that. And if you have a resource that can help people understand how they can learn more about it, we can put it down in the show notes. Okay. So if we think about network marketing, we really need five things to be successful in any network marketing company, right? We need to generate leads. You need to build rapport with those leads. 
We need to turn those leads into either customers or reps in our downline. And then we need to duplicate that so that they follow that same exact system, right? And so let's talk about the first one. How do we generate leads? Typically, if you want to generate leads, what works really, really well and it's most commonly used is like a lead magnet, right? You, I'm sure you're familiar with lead magnets. So you give them, hey, I'm going to give you this thing in exchange for your name and email. Boom, we've now generated a lead. And usually that lead magnet is something that's tailored towards your target market, something that they want, they'll use, it'll benefit them. And you can do it in a way that also is similar to your product or service or opportunity, right? So boom, we've generated a lead. We have someone who's basically raised their hand saying, yes, I'm interested in this type of thing that you have to offer, right? So we got them on our email list. Now that we have them on our email list, we can be sending them emails, telling them our story, how we got involved, some of the obstacles that we went through. And when you're doing that, you're building rapport with that person. They're getting to know your background. They're starting to see, holy shit, this person's kind of just like me. I can relate to exactly what they're talking about, right? And then usually down the email campaigns, you give them some kind of an offer, whether it could be a product, could be join your team, whatever it may be. Some people take it, some people don't. The people who don't take it, those are typically the fence sitters. You've had people that you've shown the opportunity to and they're like, yeah, let me think about it, right? <laughs> they're fence sitters. They sit on the fence about it. That's yep. fine. Usually they need a little bit more value, a little bit more uh, connecting with. And so again, those email campaigns can do that till they kind of come off that fence and they want to either join your team or buy your product or yeah, join your team, buy your product. So now what is that? Four out of the five things. I well, think the last so, yeah. thing is we got to duplicate that down to them. So when someone joins your team, boom, like I mentioned earlier, hand that same exact system that they went through down on over to them. Um, and so to me, that's all you need inside network marketing are those five things. And so that's what the software does. Okay, so we, you're able to create your own funnel. You're able to have your email campaigns. You're able to take everything that you've built. Uh, you can even create your own courses inside there as well. Take everything that you've got and hand it on over to your team. When they join your team, boom, there you go. Give right over to them. Share right over to them. Very cool. I mean, it sounds sounds super simple. Yeah. And sounds like it's it's worked well for you. It's worked well for others because it takes out that headache of tech stuff. You know, sure. like you mentioned, right. it's like, it's such it's just such a huge headache to have to like integrate all these things. And like when one thing goes wrong, everything goes wrong. And so, yeah, it takes out that headache and makes it way more affordable so that it's easy to be like, okay, now I've got a lead generation system. Right. And so sure. you can scale your business much faster. I think, especially if you throw some ads behind it, which I don't even, I don't really even get into that stuff with people because it is a bit of a headache. Yeah. We run ads, but it can be a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt. I, yeah. I used to run all my own ads and I finally just hired somebody to take them over because it's such a pain in the butt and it's constantly changing. Sure. And it's a lot to keep up with. So I, I'm I'm with you on everything you're saying. Like yes. I'm I'm you got me. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm super intrigued. So d- is there a resource that you can share with my listeners so that they can learn more about this? Yeah. So if you just want to like check out the software, uh, go to duplicate.com. Now it's not D-U-P-L-I-C-A-T, like how duplicate is spelled. It's D-O-O-P. So duplicate. All right, cool. That damn URL was not available. That domain wasn't available for duplicate. I mean, way to get creative. Hey, we tried, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. So we'll throw that down in the show notes if anyone wants to check this out. And here's what I'll say, right? This is my disclaimer on it is that like, I think what you said at the beginning is really important, right? Like if you don't know how to like handle objections, if you don't know how to, you know, hit the go live button and actually say something of value, right? Like if these are not skills that you've learned yet, 
if you haven't made a dollar in this industry, right? Don't start with funnels, right? right? Like Amen. this is it's a skill that you're that that you you're probably going to want to learn down the road because you're right. Everyone does need to do that down the road to lead generate at a higher rate and take things to the next level. Yeah. But if you're listening to this and you're looking for an easy button because everything else you're doing isn't working, I don't know if I'd recommend it. What do you think? I don't think that that's, I don't think there's an, there's such thing as like an easy button. No, there shouldn't be anyways. Like if whenever I see someone online saying about how their opportunity is just, it's so much easier over here. I'm like, honey, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a shiny light. That is a grass is greener over here. And Beck, we both know if someone's saying the grass is greener, it's probably because it's fertilized with bullshit. You know, I'm like, yeah. I, I just, I can't stand, I can't stand seeing network marketers saying how they tried all these things over here. And this is way easier. Like, I don't believe in easy. I believe it takes tough work. It takes consistency. You got to show up. And I think when you have that mindset, you'll be able to go through the downs and the ups right. and, and all those things, because you're going to, you're going to go through them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying and I think it's like, it's funny, right? Cause I feel like that message is getting louder and louder in the network marketing space right now. And the reality is, is that like, you do need to find a place that's right for you, right? Yeah. Like you need to find the right home. You need to find the right mentorship. You need to find the right product. All that stuff matters, but it is a bullshit message yeah. to be saying you're just not successful because where you are sucks yep. and you could be doing better here. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Here's what I think what most network market, I mean, there's a lot of like DMOs they should be following, but I think like what Ray said to me, if I can just jump on, and it doesn't have to be Facebook Live. I mean, people are blowing up on TikTok. People are totally. Like, it's ridiculous. How many people have been like, oh my God, I've been doing this on TikTok. I'm like, how are you crushing it? But I think whatever- Yes, nobody watches my TikTok videos. It's not working for me. But I have people on my team that are crushing it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't yeah. get it. People who are like, I did live videos every single day and then I hopped on TikTok and now it's like they've blown up. It's cool. It is um, really cool. I think whatever platform that you're on, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, or whatever comes out in the future, you got to be adding value of some sort and like for your target market. And from that content that you're putting out there, it could be fueling your funnel. Right. Like I don't, I hate when people like, like, for example, we have a course teaching people how to do funnels, right? Mm-hmm. People go, like, okay, I've got my funnel up. Where's all my traffic? I'm like, are you putting out content that's feeling organically bringing people in your funnel? I'm like, well, no, there you go. There's your, there's your problem. You know, <laughs> there a it funnel, is right there. Yeah. Yeah. A funnel, a funnel is good, but like, if you can't get people into your funnel, then what's the use of it? Right. But absolutely. If, like I said, like if you are someone who's dishing out good content, you're putting out good stuff and people are loving it and they're discovering it. Um, yeah, throw a funnel out there so people can take that next step and want to move closer to whatever it is that you have to offer, right? Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. So one of the things that I teach people to do is to use Facebook groups as funnels, mm-hmm. low tech kind of way to create a drip campaign yeah. and a place where people can evaluate and make decisions, right? But it's the same thing. Like they'll set up the Facebook group and they're like, all right, it's up. Nobody's in there. And I'm like, you right. got to be creating content like crazy, mm-hmm. whether you're directing people towards a funnel, a freebie, right? Or a Facebook yep. group or whatever it is. Like you've got to be super consistent. Yeah, absolutely. So and it doesn't matter where you are, right? If TikTok's working for you, awesome. If Clubhouse is working for you, sweet. Right, exactly. Like my, my biggest fear is putting all this work, like we were talking earlier, like Facebook, we've been blasting all of our content on Facebook, like crazy for almost a decade now. 
Like, what would happen if Zuckerberg was just like, you know what? I uh, I make a lot of money, but I don't feel like dealing with Facebook anymore. He can shut it down. And it's like, how do we communicate with our leads and our prospects, our teammates and all this stuff? So, like, that's why I'm such a huge uh, proponent of, like, get them off of Facebook or social media or whatever platform you're on. Get them on your email list, right? At least when you're on your email list, you own that. No one can take that away from you. I've had stuff taken away from me, and it sucks. I hated yeah. it. Um, you with know, you. I've had our... I've had our company, we had, we were part of a company that completely just washed away. It was no longer, and that was terrifying for me, but I did have something in place where when that happened, it was such a simple pivot for me uh, because it was like, okay, well, we're going to go over here and start building over here. And I started communicating with my list more. And then they started coming on over. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because it's a really good point and it's something that network marketers don't like to talk about. But the reality is, is that we don't have a lot of control as network marketers over what happens with our companies, right? Mm -hmm. We hope that we're building in a place that's going to become a legacy company and we're building this residual income for the rest of our lives. That's the dream, right? Right. But we don't actually really know. And it's one of the main reasons why like, I've, I've gotten really passionate about teaching people to A, build their own brand, but also mm-hmm. you're right, build a list, right? Because social media could go away tomorrow and you would still have a way to make money and so would I. Right. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it when you said brand yourself. I think one of the worst things you can do as a network marketer, I mean, there's lots of things you can do bad in network marketing, but like <laughs> that pivotal point where it's like, okay, I need to build a brand around me. When you go into, when you like hit that level in your business, like that's a whole level of like, you're about to accomplish some big shit in your business. Totally. Like, um, I remember for like, I think for like three, my first three years, all I did was talk about the product and the company. And I remember I wanted to build my own course. People kept asking me, how do you make your videos? Like, what is it you're doing to make awesome videos? And so finally I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a course on how I make my videos. And I was about to publish that thing. It's like for everyone like, okay, go buy. I think I sold it for like 97 bucks. So it wasn't anything crazy. And I remember the company that I was with said, you cannot put that out on the internet for people to buy because you built a brand around us, our company. And uh, I was so mad. I was so mad. And then I, you know, I mean, stuff happened, but you know, down the road where I I left that company, but I was building all that content around the company so that, you know, even if you didn't leave the company, but if the company were to go down or if you thought, you know, five years down the road, like I want to transition into something else. I'm no longer passionate about this stuff. If you want to make that transition, it would be way easier to do if you built a brand around yourself versus the company. Could not agree with you more. So I, I've had kind of a similar experience. So I've been in network marketing for 10 years mm-hmm. and I spent the first seven years building with one company. Yep. And the last year I was with that company is when I really dove into digital marketing and branding yourself and learning funnels and all of that stuff. And I, I spent a year branding myself, just trying to like figure it out. And when I made that transition to the new company, I, I really believe that the reason why like, I had so much success so quickly was because I had spent the last year not branding my company, right. but branding myself. So it was like that transition was just so seamless and so exciting. And it, it really showed me the difference and the power of like, you know, it doesn't matter what product or company you're representing. If you have a brand and people trust you, they're going to follow you. Yeah, absolutely. Beck, I find that it's like, it's more fun creating your brand around yeah. you. Like I'll not, like when you create a brand around you, like you look forward to your, your videos and your content that you're dishing out there. And like you do, you grow a brand, you grow a following, you grow a bigger income. You can start, 
creating these other like digital assets, which I'm sure you talk a lot about, right? Like, yeah. you know, like little info products, if you want to, things like that, that can make you more money, that can align with your brand, right? You can be affiliate of other things because you built a brand around this one thing, but as like, I guess you could say like your brand is the umbrella and all these other things underneath it are the things that make you money. Network marketing, affiliate marketing, info products, courses, stuff like that. Like that's just all a beautiful way to create an awesome business. Not just like an awesome business, but a business where if network marketing were to go away, right under your umbrella of all these things that you have, it's all good because you've created all these other assets that are bringing you in money. And so if network marketing goes away, you just replace that with a different thing, right? 100%. This Love is a it. beautiful conversation. This is a great conversation. I'm so <laughs> glad we're having it. All right. So I'm going to throw that duplicate, D-O-O-P, duplicate, you got uh, it. down into the show notes. Where can people find you if they want to get more of this goodness? They can find me on YouTube. You just type in Trey Bear. I'm not so much on Instagram or TikTok. I, I got to get on there more. Um, I'm failing miserably at Facebook right now. I'm not being consistent, but it's also because I'm working on something. But if you're like, hey, I want to see what this bearded bastard's all about, just <laughs> go on YouTube, type in Trey Bearer, and you'll be able to find me. P.S. Nobody knew you had a beard in, until you just said that because this is a podcast. <laughs> so now everyone's going to be like, all right, I got to go over to YouTube to see yep. the beard. <laughs> yeah. And, and just a, just an FYI, it is my channel. So I say things how I want to say it. And if like people are offended by a cuss word here or there, it's probably not for you. But if you're like, hey, this dude just lets it out. He just says it how it is. Go there, take a listen. It's all good. Trey, I feel like you're my spirit animal. My people don't give a shit. Yeah. I curse. <laughs> I say what I feel. I say what I think. And you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. So I, Amen. I, I think my people are going to like you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, this was an awesome conversation. I actually really enjoyed it. Learned a lot about you and what you do. Go ahead, jump down in the show notes to find Trey. Check out his beard on YouTube and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.